0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Manifestation Weekly with me your host. I sure you are listening to the audio version of the Masterclass series Alchemy Heal Your Body, Day 2. This is an amazing episode on the quantum, the astral plane and discernment. So it's going to be mind-blowing. Do enjoy and tag me if you had any amazing takeaways. Now let's get into the Masterclass. Hi guys, welcome to day two of Alchemy, and I am so, so, so honored to have you guys here. If you did not catch up with day one, no worries, but do make sure you get caught up because the content kinds of builds on each other. So do make sure you go check it out. And uh, if you're watching with me live, do comment, do let me know you're here. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop them in. And as I already said, this is part of the launch of an entirely channeled course, which is across two months and it's over 15 modules. We have a couple of bonus modules and it's all channeled. So these three days are essentially the first three days of the course and the rest of them, like all the other modules, will just continue on from here. So if you are interested in joining me for the course, it is on early bird right now. So, do reach out to me whether you've got questions, whether you want to know more, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, without further ado, let's get started. And if you see me looking down, I do have an outline of things I want to cover in this transmission because otherwise it's just, you know, I tend to go off track and I may miss something which I do not want to. Okay. So. Today we are talking about the quantum and the astral plane and the importance of discernment. So what does the quantum even mean? So we have all studied this in school, right? We know that everything is made up of uh, molecules, which are made up of atoms, which are made up of uh, protons, electrons, neutrons, and all of these tiny subatomic particles. The other thing we uh, did study was that, uh, you know, the proton and the neutrons are in the n- nucleus, which is essentially the center part of the atom, and the electrons orbit around them in little shells. And this was the model we all studied. And that is the first model of the atom we have studied. But it looks kind of like a solar system. and All the, you know, positions are kind of fixed. The electrons are in certain points. The protons are in certain points. But later on, with the quantum model of an atom, what they actually discovered was that it did not look anything like that. So any atom, if you look at it, you have the the, uh, charge in the center, which is the positive charge, the nucleus you have the charge in the center and surrounding that you have a charge of a negative charge essentially and it is just basically like a cloud you know it's basically like this entire circle and it's just this vague circle of energy and your electron could literally show up anywhere and this is actually the quantum physics, right? They did a lot of studies and it's one of the most uh, baffling things for scientists A lot because a lot of things are not like, they cannot be certainly explained and broken down. And we will talk a little bit about what they are today because the entire universe works similarly. If you look at us, we are made up of you know, molecules which are made up of uh, atoms, which again contain protons, electrons, and all of these tiny little subatomic particles, everything, it's, uh, you know, this mobile and like anything, you, me, this laptop, all of us are made of particles which are constantly in motion. So even though we appear solid, like I appear solid right now, and there's like My hand is here, it's here, there's no movement. I appear solid, but actually all the particles which make up my body are vibrating and moving. And it's the same thing with any solids we see, like whether it's tables, whether it's, you know, chairs. They are what looks solid is actually made up of uh, particles which are in vibration. The thing is, they vibrate at a very slow rate. And the density is high, which is why they appear solid. They're not actually solid. And if we talk about this, we are made up of particles which are constantly in motion. And it's not even the same particles So, which constantly have to make up our body. And there are the particles which even make up our body, they're constantly in motion. So we have energy all around us again we spoke about the electromagnetic field yesterday the aura we have energy and the energy influences the matter which we spoke about yesterday and today let's bring it all together with the quantum part so the thing about the quantum particles right so they exist in two forms so when you say an electron normally you think okay an electron it's a dot you know it's here or it's here but it's not really that it is in a wave form meaning it you cannot see it it's just an energetic wave it's an energetic presence and at times the electron shows up say here in this position then after a while it disappears then it shows up randomly here then it disappears it shows up randomly here it disappears so All the quantum particles, they exist in two forms, basically the wave form and the particle form. The particle form is the solid form, right? So like we are made up of all the electrons and all of these particles, which are in the particle form. So which is why we appear solid, but the waves are waves of potentiality, meaning in the quantum, everything exists so everything the possibility of you being like a millionaire right now exists the possibility of you being really broke exists the possibility of you completely healed and healthy no matter what um physical illness you are going through the version of you who's completely healed does exist in the quantum the version of you who is still suffering also exists in the quantum. Everything exists in the quantum. Everything exists. All potentials exist. All timelines exist. So we all have, our life is not really very the static thing. Nothing is really written in stone. It has to go this way. You have to suffer. You have to, it's not, it really is not problem is we don't understand that and we don't know how to align with the timelines and the possibility which are in highest service of us so that ignorance is basically costing us that ignorance of not knowing how to align with the timeline which is of service to you not knowing what you want not knowing or taking responsibility to understand that you can actually heal your body. Not taking responsibility over the fact that you are actually the creator of your reality. And if you choose to, you can take that power back. And it's, it's not going to be easy. It really is not going to be easy. And if you think manifestation is easy, doing all the spiritual work is easy. It really is not. And I'm not saying it's di- it will be difficult. You have to suffer. I'm just saying as human beings it's difficult for us to hold ourselves to that higher standard it, i mean it's easy for you to kind of blame someone else it's easy to netflix all day long to you know just uh, eat whatever you want and sleep all the time and not take care of your body not take responsibility for the thoughts you are thinking not take responsibility for anything in your life and just blame everyone that is easy but taking responsibility for yourself, for your health, for your wealth, for your healing, for all taking that responsibility. And when you are presented with something which makes you uncomfortable, say you're going through a situation where you are not healthy, you encounter a, a, some kind of a physical disease. It's not easy to, un- to say, okay, I'm going through this challenge because I'm meant to expand through these uh, challenges because I already have the codes to expand through this so irrespective of what I think and what I feel right now which is mostly on the lines of oh my god why is this happening to me I'm a good person I'm eating all the right things I'm taking care of my body I'm doing all this why is this happening to me I can't believe it I can't handle it and when your body is not supporting you so Until then, whatever you want to do, your body works with you, right? Your body always works with you. You want to, like, um, I don't know, work out for 30 minutes a day and have, like, an amazing body. You do get that. Not everyone. Not all the time. But eventually you do. Or you want to, like, train your body and run marathons. You want to, like, whatever you want to do. You want to stay up all night, sleep for three hours, and wake up and go out in the morning. Yes, you are supported. Your your body supports you in doing whatever you want. But imagine if you are not taking care of your body, if you are not in that optimal health, and if your body is not supporting you, how are you going to feel? Then suddenly one day, the person you were, the person who could like literally meditate for say three hours a day at a stretch, I don't know, And the next day, you're just too tired. You're not able to do the things which you were normally able to do until yesterday. So that is what the experience is. And in that time, it's not easy to go in and say, okay, I'm the creator of my reality. So I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I align my thoughts, my emotions, my energy, and I actually take the responsibility to heal myself. It's not easy to say that. It's easier to blame, you know, whatever, whoever. It's easier to um, be the victim. And it's easier to say, why me? And I'm not saying you will not experience these things. How do you respond when you experience these things? How do you respond? You, Everyone goes through all of these emotions, right? It's the polarity. We all experience emotions. But how do you take it? Are you judging yourself? Are you. It's like, you know, the waves. So when you ride the wave, like you see those emotions, you allow yourself to feel the emotions, you're okay. You eventually ride the wave out and you're on the other side. If you don't and you're just stuck, you just want to like wallow in that feelings and that misery over and over again, you're just going to drown in those feelings. And that's it. It's going to be very difficult to shift all those things. And this is why I said I had, I should have notes because now we are talking all about emotions, but it's important. Everything is important. We do cover uh, the emotions part of it separately because there's a lot in the module. So anyway, back to the quantum. So let me see. Yeah, all potentialities exist in the quantum. Everything exists. So if you are going through any kind of physical illness, you need to actually understand that the possibility of you being completely healed is available in the quantum right now. There's no time in the quantum. There's no space in the quantum. The quantum is just... It's just this realm where everything is possible, everything is available. So how then do you uh, attract the next outcome, right? And how you respond to your current situation is what determines how the future moments unfold. So if you know, irrespective of what you see right now, because everything in your reality right now in this moment is a manifestation of the person you have been until now everything in your reality in this moment is a manifestation of the past but who you are right now in this moment is what is actually going to determine your future so again let's come back to the quantum all the potentialities exist in the quantum and this is for you to understand that all potentialities exist. Okay, so now all the potentialities exist. The possibility of me being completely healed is available. Great. How do I manifest that? How do I align with that? Great question. So we need to align with that. So this is what they call a collapsing of times because there's No time in the quantum, you can just literally collapse timelines. And what that means is, let's say um, the version of you who's completely healed is here, okay? And the version of you right now in this moment is here. The version of you who's completely healed, how are they going to be? What are they going to think? How are they going to be? What are their emotions going to be? What is their overall vibe? Who are they being? Are they being like, oh my God, I hate why this is happening to me. I'm never going to be all right. I just hate this. I'm just, um, you know, frustrated and I'm never going to get better. I feel so sad. I feel so afraid. Are they going to think those thoughts? Are they going to feel those emotions? Are they going to feel those frustrations? probably not and if you are here feeling all of these things you are not in alignment with this person who's completely healed to be in alignment with this person who's completely healed you have to start feeling those emotions and when I say feeling I'm not saying ignore the fact that you're not healthy ignore the fact that you are feeling discomfort in your body It's not that. It's seeing that, knowing that, but not making it mean that that is what your future is going to be. It is to see what is happening right now, you know, seeing it as it is and observing it. Do not make it mean anything about you. Do not make it mean anything about the future unless it's like proof which is in support of what you desire right so as i spoke about that yesterday when we are sick and we get the reports and it's something which is um not ideal don't make it mean anything about you don't make it take away from you but rather know that all potentialities exist in the quantum and with with that knowledge you work on healing yourself and we will talk about how do we do that um, in this transmission a little later. You work on healing yourself while seeing what is happening in the present moment. If you're uncomfortable, see that. If you do have to like take more rest, if you're not able to do the practices you usually do, maybe you're not able to meditate for an hour a day, do what you can and be kind to yourself be gentle with yourself and show yourself some love truly because love is this amazing frequency everything in this universe is like frequency and vibration right and there's a Nikola tesla code which is something similar to this if you want to understand the universe things in terms of frequency and vibration so Everything is a vibration and the vibration of love, the feeling of love is one of the most, most, most powerful things. And in terms of health, give yourself love. See what is going on in your present moment. Do not judge yourself for it. Do not make it mean anything about the future because as I said, everything up until this moment is a manifestation of the past and how you respond to this moment is determining what is going to be the next event which unfolds in your life so the moment you believe or the moment you actually desire that you want something like i'm completely healed i'm completely healthy the moment you desire that the moment you focus on that that's yours because you are putting your intention onto that you're putting your energy onto that and you're seeing that is mine you're claiming that to be yours it is yours After that, all you've got to do is align with it. So everything you do, do it with a knowing of this is supporting me in coming back to my uh, quantum health and vitality. I am healing and do not say things like I'm sick. Uh, I'm in, you know, do not make it a part of your identity. So we see a lot of people like, uh, you know, uh, cancer survivors, and they say it's it's a part of their identity. Like, don't make it a part of your identity. Do not make those uh, diseases a part of your identity. You must so much more than that. Always say, I'm healing. I'm healing. These, Um, it can seem like the words are not important, but they really are because, The type of words you use when you talk about yourself, you think about yourself. Those are the things you're telling your subconscious mind. And it's literally becoming the person that you are. And once you are conscious about these things and you start doing these things, eventually the way you speak is going to be like that. Like a couple, uh, I think last month I had a wound that was not healing. And I, I was like normally talking to my friends and I said, it's not yet healed. And then I realized the way I talk is I don't have to consciously do it, but always I talk in terms of I don't say I'm sick. I don't say, okay you're sick. I say I'm healing. okay you're healing. It's a small difference, but it is extremely important because they have certain energies and vibrations associated with them. So it's extremely important that you use the words because words are spells. That's why it's called spelling, right? So, excuse me, I'll just. And a lot of time when people go through pain. OK, you make that pain a part of your identity, so then when it becomes a part of your identity, it's really, really difficult to let that go. If you are, uh, you know, if you're someone who's experiencing chronic pain, anything like that, any kind of conditions which is there like for an extended period of time, see what are your thoughts around it? How do you talk about it? And do not make it a part of your identity and what I mean by that is don't say things like I'm sick oh I always have this I always have that like for example I do not have like very clear skin I have you can see I do have breakouts and I realized recently that I'm like I I looked at the mirror and I'm like yeah I always have breakouts right? I, I, my skin is always like this. So that is me making it a part of my identity. I'm make, normalizing it and making it like kind of like a base truth of, yeah, this is how it is. This is how my skin is. This is how I am. And I'm not consciously doing it. I'm just Reaffirming that over and over again, and by reaffirming that belief over and over again, I'm just making it stronger, and that is how it is. And I don't even do this consciously. Likewise, look at your life. Where are you making things a part of your identity? Where are you like, yeah, oh, that's how it is. I always have pain here, I always have headaches. I, you know, uh, when I take this medicine, I always have this reaction. What are those things you are telling yourself? What are those things you are doing unconsciously? Because you don't consciously do this or we don't even think twice about it. Notice how you are thinking. What are your thoughts essentially around your body, around your health, around wellness? Like look look at yourself in the mirror and like what are your thoughts? Just, Just go stand in front of the mirror and look at yourself and notice what are the thoughts which are running in your mind. It will probably usually be things like, oh my God, I've got a lose weight. This looks ugly. That looks this. We are trained to look at the imperfections and look at the things which are not great. But it's not very common for us to go stand in front of the mirror and be like, okay, I look amazing, my hands look great, this is beautiful, that is beautiful. It's it's not common unless we actually practice that and unless we actually learn these behaviors. How are you thinking about your body? How are you thinking about your health? Are you normalizing something? And, you know, there are uh, studies where people have Again, coming back to the quantum, there are studies where people have literally unwound DNA strands held in vials just by their intention and emotion. Just by setting the intention to unwind those DNA strands and set like bringing it together with an emotion of love, or gratitude, you know, feel good emotions. Just by doing that, the DNA has unbound. These are actual studies carried out by the researchers. Here's another interesting, crazy, crazy, mind-boggling thing. There are studies which showed that when a group of, you know, healers against uh, uh, did this intention thing, intention and emotion thing to heal a certain group of people, and they were healed, of course. You know, this was uh, for a particular kind of disease, and uh, I don't remember the exact years and things like that. But the thing is, it changed. I mean, the thing is, uh, these people healed. Uh, they uh, okay, the healers were selected, and they were randomly, and the test subjects were selected, meaning their test files and those things like that. And they gave them, and they asked them to heal uh like b- this particular group of people like they were given the names and things like that and for what particular this is and they were asked to you know set the intention and uh emotion all of these and send it out into the quantum uh, to heal these people okay and a couple of uh, weeks later I- i'm not sure of the time Then they look back and those people were healed. But the thing is, the files, the subjects they gave to these people were subjects not even from this time period. It was like 20 years earlier. So there's this one particular study where this, you know, this healing in the quantum actually changed things in the past timeline. And it can happen. So the thing is about the past, present and future, they are all different timelines, which are all existing in parallel. We do have so many different timelines. And there's this thing of, you know, you can actually be in two places at once. And this is people who are like extremely advanced in their ascension pathway and spirituality. They're open to be okay with that, they do get those things and they do get those uh, kind of uh, awakenings where they actually realize these things, but you actually have multiple timelines and the past, present and future are all happening at the same, at this moment of now. At this moment of now, there's a past version of you who's going through something. At this moment of now, there's a future version of you going through something and the work you do right now to heal yourself is going to heal that past version of you as well. This is absolutely true. It can sound crazy, but it is. And I didn't mean to talk about the timelines today, but it is what it is. So anyway, all the potentialities exist in the quantum and let's talk about the observer effect so i spoke about the you know electron like sphere around the nucleus it's just this field of energy and electron shows up here it shows up here it shows up here and it disappears so how do the waves actually collapse to become a particle right so because it exists as a wave where you don't see an electron then it collapses into a particle where you actually see the electron how does this collapse happen and there is this thing called the observer effect this these are again studies done by researchers when they actually noticed that if you observe okay so this is the double slit experiment so basically what they did is they had two slits here and there was like a wall at the end and they had two slits through which they were just sending out Uh, firing electron particles and they were supposed to so if there's two slits and it goes through here it's supposed to make two lines in the back of the uh, on the wall at the back right but it actually made this wave kind of pattern there was this interference pattern which can only be made if the uh, electron is coming as waves so then to observe that they put some kind of an observation device here near this slit and what happened was All of the electrons, only they did not give the wave. All of the electrons moved through this slit, and they got just uh, the behavior of an electron. So they just got the particles on the back screen there. And this is crazy. So basically, the behavior of the electrons changed. Based on observation. So initially, it was all the wave, and when they wanted to observe what is happening, and they placed an observation device near a particular slit, everything went through this. And this is actually crazy. So, what this means is that when all the potentialities exist, how does the potentiality come in? Like, how do you manifest then? next moment of your reality if everything can really change in a moment if everything truly can change in one moment how does the next event to your life come in how do you magnetize that to you how does that unfold great question by observation and this is where we spoke yesterday today about like your energy so your energy is really important because all potentialities are spinning in the astral plane when we have different planes of existence right so all the potentialities are spinning and when you focus on a particular potentiality and you put your energy there you are strengthening strengthening that you're strengthening that you're strengthening that you're strengthening that and the more you focus on something and you strengthen you draw that in towards you and that is what manifests So this is like, you know, we we think, oh, my God, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. I don't want this. And it happens. And you're like, I knew this would happen. Of course, you know, of course, if you focus on something, that is where you put your energy. And this is why it's extremely important to know where you are placing your energy. So making things like diseases a part of your identity making things like chronic pain a part of your identity and expecting that to continue because maybe you've tried all the things maybe it's not healed yet maybe the doctor said something maybe the statistic said something maybe google said something maybe so you expect that to happen because that is the proof you know but do not take on the proof unless it is in support of what you actually desire to manifest because all of that is the past all of that is the past and if you want to create from your past this is why a lot of our lives don't change one year later what has changed you wake up, you go to work, you work with the same old people, Monday to Friday, and you wait for the weekend. And you enjoy the weekend, you dread the coming of Mondays. And then you wait for the next Friday. And you go on, you hate your job, you hate your boss, and you go on and go on and go on. And a month later, it's the same a year later, it's the same. If you keep Doing the same things over and over and over again. You're essentially running the same loop. And the same things are going to be. And a year later, what's different? What's different in your life? And again, in terms of illnesses or any disease, if you experience something for a long time or if you experience something and there are people who are telling you it's very difficult to heal from this, if there's you know statistic which tells you it's very difficult to heal from this, only five percent have healed, this many people have and this thing, this this is thing with cancer, guys, just really I want to talk about this because I had this big fear of cancer. You know, I have no idea why, like zero idea why. This was when I was in uh, school and I didn't know anyone who had cancer. I didn't know anyone, like, even in my like extended circle, I didn't hear that there was anyone who had cancer. And they supp- I didn't. I really didn't. All I knew was probably movies and this thing. With these movies, right? You get, um. So, uh, so I had this fear and this discomfort around that word that I I read a lot. Okay, so when I'm reading a storybook, if I ha- if I come across some character who has cancer, I don't read the book anymore. I just even if the plot is amazing, I'm am somewhere in between, and it's not even the main character who has. Uh, cancer! I close the book. I put it away. I do not read it. I had so much of discomfort and fear around that word. And you see so many movies, like you know, there's this movies like, oh, this person has cancer. They're going to die, and. You watch all those movies and what is that reaffirming to you? What are the beliefs you are taking on from them? You're not doing it consciously. But if you keep seeing things like okay, then then automatically you have this belief, right? Okay, this disease is difficult to heal from. That disease is difficult to heal from. This that that's it. It's like, oh my God. It's it's that's it. It's like uh, I don't know. Like terminal thing why like why you know there is a stream of science called epigenetics which literally studies how your thought influences your body and how when you think something it your body is basically it has it has so many biochemical reactions right you think something it generates a hormone it sends something out it signals a different part of your body which generates certain other things we spoke about the stress response so your thoughts literally shift and impact and influence your body there are so many sciences out there which talk about this which study this and we are not aware all we are aware of things like uh, you know movies which show oh this particular disease is it's like terminal like why okay okay why you know when we put our belief onto something if we are strengthening it when we take on the belief okay this is difficult we are strengthening the idea that it is difficult and when so many people around the world unconsciously take on those beliefs that is what they're strengthening but just the fact that that is what is strengthened in the collective does not mean That has to be true for you because you are truly the highest authority in your reality. Because earth is a free will zone. This is why you cannot, you know, you you have to want things for yourself. You have to decide that this is how life works for me. And if you truly decide that and if you truly believe that, it is how it's going to work for you. Because that is where you are putting your energy. And in manifestation, there's two different things. You have your, uh, you know, uh, your consciousness, your singular consciousness. And that where you put your energy and you have like a collective consciousness. Where uh, like basically what is going on in the collective Like, there are so many billions of people on the world thinking so many different things, having so many different thoughts. Imagine the amount of energy that is, and all of that has to go somewhere, right? So all of that, so the entire collective energy is strengthening certain things, and certain collective things are playing out. But for you, in terms of your reality, where you are placing your energy, where you are putting your energy is extremely, extremely important. And this is why you shouldn't blindly uh, take on things. Like even the smallest little things, question it. Like I-, I just told you about movies and how they kind of make out this cancer to be this, you know, it's it's a program. It's programming, it's conditioning. It is. And imagine if a, sm- a small little girl who did not know anyone who had cancer, who did not even like hear of anyone who had cancer, could had so much fear in her based on just the stuff from movies, maybe, or like magazines. What are we programming ourselves with? What are we taking on as our beliefs? What are we taking on as the conditioning? And if really what we put our energy on is actually what we are strengthening, we are bringing towards into our reality, don't you want to be super, super conscious of where you are placing your beliefs, where you're placing your energy? Stop spending time on just, um, you know, and discern everything. Like when you look at the news and they say, okay, this is the number and this is what it is. Take a moment, see how that feels for you. And if it feels right, see what it makes you feel, whether it makes you feel fear, whether it makes you feel, you know, frustrated. It's very normal to feel fear. And frustration when we're watching the news, especially the last two years. You have, you know, when uh, there was a lot of talk about the uh, COVID and there was so much fear. We had so many people in India who, like, they they were diagnosed with COVID and they kind of, they had so much fear around it before they be treated the fear like kind of overtook them and it made them really really sick it made them so sick there, there are inc- incidents there were incidents in the past year I think 2020 when you look at something whatever it is notice how it makes you feel and if something doesn't make you feel good Let it go. You don't have to take it on. If a news article doesn't make you feel good, if it makes you feel frustrated, if it makes you feel doom and gloom, don't take that on as your truth. Because truth is not absolute. Truth is... Okay. (laughs) Oh, now we are going to be talking about truth. My God. (laughs) This life is going everywhere. But truth is not absolute. What is true for one person doesn't necessarily have to be true for a different person. Truth is, it's like a living, breathing thing. It's got layers and layers and it's continuously shifting. It's continuously changing. It's not absolute. And there are different truths. Everybody has different beliefs and it's okay. You might be on this live stream. You might think I'm one crazy person. Hi, Cindy, you know, and it's fine. If that is what you feel, I'm okay with it. I don't want you to agree with me. I want you to open up your perceptions to all of the different things and to see what is true for you, to really question things and see what is your truth. I don't want you to blindly take on what I'm saying as yours. That is not my intention at all. My intention is for you to open up to all of the possibilities and to open up to actually seeing what is real for you, what is true for you. Does this feel true to me? Does this, is this something I want to take on? Is this something I want to believe? Again, why do we believe certain things are, you know, easy to heal from and certain things are difficult? Why do we believe that? Why do we believe like a normal cold is easy to heal from? Then, I don't know, some something else. And when you talk about the quantum, it is actually the energy you place on something which strengthens that. Don't you want to be really conscious of where you place your energy, where you put your energy, what you are even unconsciously Saying is true for you. Start practicing discernment, and this is extremely important in terms of medical practices as well. If you want to do something, like if you are doing any kind of taking any kind of medication, doing anything, there there are different modalities of healing. There are different methods of healing in every single modality. See what is right for you. Like when you go to a doctor, they give you all the options. Feel into what is right for you. Don't just, we are taught to look externally. We are taught to seek everything externally, but nothing could be, you know, validated externally. Everything is internal. Everything is internal. And this is one of the biggest programming in this world. We are taught to look for answers outside of us, always. But truly, everything comes from within. So look at what feels right for you, what feels true for you. And it's not, if you are starting out with this, it cannot make sense. Like easily, you would be like, how do I know what's right for me? This makes no sense. It's easy to say that. How, how do I know? Like what? Am I supposed to feel something? Am I supposed to know something? Is it supposed to be like a voice in my head? Like what? What? What do you mean by feel what's right for you? I know it can be really confusing but the easiest thing is it's a practice right it's like working out the more you work out the more easier it gets it's like math the more you learn to solve a particular problem the easier it gets so start simple start by saying okay what do I feel like having for lunch today what feels good to me and this is something I do every day I do all the time I eat this way you know And it's been great. I I believe that I always eat, you know, I eat what I feel like eating. I ask myself, okay, what do you feel like eating? And even if I'm ordering and I look at the things and I see which feels good to me. And if I look at a dish and it doesn't feel good internally, I'm like, okay, I don't want this. And when I eat, and there are times when there are these so-called favorite foods, you know foods which you like and you look at it and it doesn't feel good to you but you're like no I like this and I order that and I eat and it doesn't really feel satisfying doesn't really feel good so it's a practice start with the simple things what do you feel like eating what do you feel like wearing what go look at your cupboard what feels like you what feels like you what do you feel like wearing does it make you feel good and start with the simple things and build it up as a practice. So from the things like, okay, what, what feels good to wear? And then you wear it and you go on throughout the day and you know whether it feels good to you or not. And by doing this, you understand yourself. You understand and you learn to discern how you feel about certain things. Then take this on to maybe food, Then take this on to maybe uh, do I want to go out or then take this on to the news, uh, you know, medical practices, which feels right to me. Because when you desire to heal, you set the intention and to heal. And again, when you go to the doctor, when you see any kind of statistics, they talk about different things. You see whether it's right for you. You see whether it's true for you. You notice how it makes you feel. If anything is inducing fear and triggering fear notice that but don't take on the fear as yours okay this is interesting it's making me feel fear but why do i feel that okay let me look at that but do i need this do i like 100% believe this ask yourself is this in alignment with what i am manifesting i'm manifesting completely uh, being healthy being healed is this in alignment with that? If it is, great. If it's not, don't take it on. Let it go. Because you s- find what you seek always. If you are looking for proof you are killing, you find that. If you are looking for uh, you know, uh, doctors who bring forth aligned practices or like treatments which feel aligned with you in terms of healing, you find that. You find that, you always find what you are looking for. So what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Are you looking to see if all of the news and all of the numbers which they are projecting (laughs) is gonna be true? Are you looking for all the statistics and all of the things on Google. And are you seeing, okay, is this going to be true? Or are you actually focused on what you desire? The healthy version of you, the healed version of you. And do you actually believe that it exists because everything exists in the quantum. And that is literally how the universe works. And you placing your energy onto that. And asking for support and placing your energy... Onto anything which supports your, you know, your desire. That is what is going to strengthen all of that to come into your reality. If you are mindlessly believing all the statistics which come up in Google. That is where you're putting your energy. That is what you are linking yourself with. You are literally linking yourself to that. There's this thing called quantum entanglement where two particles, when they are linked, even if they are billions of, like, miles apart, there's, like, no distance in the quantum, no matter how far away they are, they react literally the same way. This is science. This is science. So what are you linking yourself to? I want you to get this vision, you know, of yourself. When you come across any statistics, any news article, anything anyone says, and you take that, always validate it, always validate it, and see if that is something you want to attach yourself to, like literally link yourself to that. Can sound funny, but that is actually what is happening. The moment you're like, and if you don't consciously validate something, you unconsciously take it on to be true for you. That's what happens. As I said, there's, I spoke about certain ads, which uh, were interesting, because they were saying like, women start having low bone density, beyond the age of 30. And when you see that ad, if you're not constantly, if you're not like validating, and you're like, that is crazy. And that's, that's nonsense. If you don't think that to yourself in your head, your mind is just going to assume it's true for you. So unless you validate it, you're just going to take on everything else as yours. Things which are not even yours, you're going to take it on as yours. And you don't want to do that because your energy is literally your currency. And where you place your energy is actually what... Bring something closer is what actually strengthens a particular potentiality which is existing in the quantum so what do you actually want in your life and be mindful of where you are actually placing your energy because your energy is truly currency and that is what brings together the next moment people place or things which lead you to what is your ultimate desire um let me see if i have missed something give me a moment okay um, i think i have covered everything yeah and not everything Which is manifested in your current reality is because of you. We have like billions of people thinking on the planet, and there's so many things playing out in the collective. So not everything is what you manifested, but how you respond to whatever is presented in your reality in this moment. That is what is going to manifest the next moment of your life. So be mindful of how you're responding. Be mindful of validating everything and discerning what is true discerning what is right it's extremely important and do not take on things just because people are saying it just because news is saying it just because google is saying it because it's all in the past and you can literally choose whether you want to take something on as truth for yourself or not because how your life plays out is based on what you think and believe okay And, yeah, there is one final thing I want to cover today. And this is very exciting. So in terms of healing, we spoke about the particles. So we are not solid. There are literally particles which make up my body and they're constantly in motion. They are not like, they're not even literally the same particles throughout. They keep shifting because they're constantly in movement. This... So much movement. Can I taking it takes on another? Also, I confused the truth. Uh Cindy, can you type that again? Because I didn't really get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. Give me that comment again, Cindy, and I will get back to it. So again, as I said, all of these particles, they're not static. So, and quantum operates on love. Love is literally a frequency which heals. And this is another thing which I absolutely love to talk about. People say, fight the disease. You know, fight the disease. Fight, fight. I don't agree with that. I don't say, fight the disease. Become love. Can you send love. To the disease. Because it's just distorted energies, And love heals everything. Can you be so filled with love. And so full of love. That anything and everything. Which is lower than that. Is automatically alchemized. And transmuted into love. Fighting is you know, resistance, it's like, it's just force and it's resistance and life is not meant to flow that way. Love is not resistance. It is open. It is, it is like, it is like love heals all. And it it sounds like a cliche statement, but it's true. You know, send love to the particles which make up your body. Send love to yourself. Send love to the cells in your body. Send love to all of the particles which make you, you. Send love to the particles around you. Just literally close your eyes, sit down and feel love. And direct that love towards yourself, your body, the particles which make up your body, the particles which are surrounding you. And... Do it constantly. Like, if there is a part of your body which is in pain, sit down, close your eyes and talk to those parts of your body. Just talk to them, see them, like send love to them. Truly. And when I say send love, truly feel genuine love. It doesn't have to be like, you have to feel love for that. You can just feel love for anything and you can, once you feel that energy of love, then you can send that love to that particular part of your body. And send love, send healing, talk to those particles and ask them to heal. I have done this several times. I have had crazy incidents where I've done this. I've been like, I understand why this is happening, but I need this. So please work with me and please, I need this. And, you know, it has happened. I've done crazy things. So, um, yeah, send love to yourself. Send love to your body. Send love to all of the particles which make up your body and anything which is, uh, you know, any illnesses, any diseases, it's just energy which is distorted. It's energy which is blocked and everything can be healed by love. So, Feel into, like, which part of your body is experiencing something and send love. Just, you're, it's, it's not a complicated practice. Even if you're tired, even if you're lying down, you can just be like, oh, I'm so tired. Okay, I see you. I feel, um, you know, pain here, but I really want to feel good. I send you so much love. I ask that you heal. Just talk to it. I know it can sound crazy. It can sound silly, but it really does work go figure so send love to you send love to any part of you just talk just communicate and just transmit your thoughts because all particles they have intelligence and you have to actually communicate what you desire my job and home have two different thoughts okay um let's scroll truth i get confused and my energy is so strong at work while driving with distractions then i go home and to form a bond with self is a whole different decision so lost yeah it happens at work uh yeah at work we have a lot of things but then you can set the intention or you can like calm yourself ground yourself in between and do just like just take a couple minutes in between like whenever and like take deep breaths like breathe from your stomach truly take deep breaths it helps you calm down it literally helps your nervous system calm down this is something to calm the stress response when you are taking deep breaths, it calms your nervous system down. It activates your parasympathetic nervous system. It supports your body to go into the mode of rest and recovery and healing rather than that stress mode. So take deep breaths. It automatically relaxes you. And uh, start where you can. So st- always have a, like if. Anyone who's working, like everyone, literally, not just anyone who's working, have a practice at the beginning of the day. So before you actually look at your phone and start doing everything else, when you wake up in the morning, just take some deep breaths. Set the intention for how you want your day to feel. This this is what I give all my clients. Every morning, set the intention of how you want your day to feel. And feel that feeling then. Like whether you want to f- want it to feel good, whether you want it to feel calm, whether it's fun, whether it's, you know, productive, easy, whatever it is. Set the intention of how you want it to feel and come into those feelings and think about literally just play your entire day out in your head like a mini movie of how you would like it to play out and then. You know, just take some deep breaths and then get up and go ahead with your day. This is this is not even meditation. This is like even simpler than that. So start your day with something. Take a lot of deep breaths throughout the day to ground yourself, and then make have a dedicated time where you actually, especially um, if you're working and you get back from work. Uh, Cindy, I know for you work is like. Really, you've you've got a million things going on. So get back and kind of let all of that go. Be stressed. Take 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever it feels like. Just let the energy of that entire day go away from you. What has happened throughout the day, what people have said throughout the day, everything which is just, it's like deflating a balloon. So just let all of that go away from you just let it go you can just literally play some music sit down close your eyes and just meditate or you can just lie down and you can just be like okay what happened today and just look at it and just let all of that go and be like okay okay the day is over whatever it is now what do i want what do i want the rest of my day to look like and shift the focus towards that Because if we don't take the time, we just allow everything to flow together. We allow those frustrations during the day to flow towards the rest of the day and the rest of our evening. And then if we don't let them go before we sleep, then again, in our sleep, we we still carry that energy on. So, yeah, take some time to let things go away from you. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it for today's module. And again, this is part of an entire course on healing. Whether it's for you, whether it's for someone um, in your family, for a loved one, because a lot of times it's not just for us. And it's not just for people who want to like heal something. This is basic health work this is a basic approach to health which i believe everybody should be aware of and everybody should follow and it is on early bird right now it is triple seven usd we have payment plans if you are interested if you have got questions you know where to find me uh message me and uh, i will see you guys tomorrow for day three bye then we fit love in absolutely cindy that's beautiful and if you have anyone in your friends or family who you feel will be supported by anything in these any of these transformations, feel free to invite them. Feel free to share this with them. I know sometimes we can hesitate like, OK, what are they going to think? But feel free to invite people and to share this to people because you never know who may be supported by any of this. So thank you so much for being here and spending your time with me. I am truly honored and bye bye.